Welcome back, gamers and gentlemen, for another awesome episode of Gamer Culture. I am watching my friends die after doing that intro, which means I did it well. My name is Kuma, and today we're going to be talking about three franchises that failed us. Game series that just, they, 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 they petered out, they've disappointed us somehow, they have done us wrong. But before we get into that, let me introduce today's guest, my co-host, as always, Kibbles. How you doing, brother? Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. Uh, I'm doing pretty well, especially that I've got uh, pre-orders for games already coming out. So I'm doing pretty well. Good to hear, brother. I mean, you you already broke the cardinal sin of hashtag no pre-orders, but that's okay. I can forgive. I, I is human. I, I pre-ordered uh, Pokemon Snap because Tyler, I no longer have expectations for you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look, I don't blame you. I understand the part that. Okay, I get. I I love you. I'm kidding. I love you too. Joining us today as well, Matt. Matt, I don't. How, how do you do your name? Is it Black Samurai? J Black Samurai? What am I doing there? You you can just call me Matthew. Um, my 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 handle name is Black Samurai, but I usually represent the company Nerdy Bit, which is my company that I have. We're a street brand company uh, that does anime. We like things as well too. I'm sure you have seen me on other stuff that Mr. Tyler has done, and people may have known from me. But uh, you can just call me Matthew. You don't have to go by my nickname. Nickname is my stage name when I do comedy or when I'm feeling both. But for now, just Matthew. Perfectly fine. Um, and, well, uh, welcome to the show, Matthew. And hiding in the corner, as always, is Tyler. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Our, oh, my God. Hi. Howdy. Howdy. Well, How's I'm it going? excited for this. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, right, this is so, the first time I've been on this, so I don't know what to expect or what we're doing here. Compared to the chaos that we dealt with with the most extreme ranking challenge, which yeah. is another one of the Tyler's shows, uh, I assume this is more tamer and calmer, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there's been a lot of franchises out there that sometimes they just they just leave us wanting, they leave us hanging. They started out, we loved them. They were they represented something we really loved, and then they just kind of pe- petered out somehow. Mm-hmm. So I know we've all got our three. My three were Final Fantasy, a series that I love. I think Final Fantasy very rarely misses the mark, even though all their games are a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, per- personally, I started with Final Fantasy with Final Fantasy X, then I played seven, uh, then I played twelve. Which was cool because at the time I really wanted to play an MMO, but I didn't have a PC. And twelve, if you ever played it, kind of scratches that MMO bug. Mm-hmm. Um, never played eleven, um, and then it hit. Oh, I'll, I'll get into why it petered out. Lit. Then Assassin's Creed is my other one. Um, I think most people can at least feel me on Assassin's Creed, but uh, yeah. I I loved yeah. what the game started as. I I loved um, Altair. I think most people do. Um, yeah. The gameplay was definitely a little samey. Every mission was basically sit on a bench and listen to somebody, track the guy down, kill them, watch a cutscene, splash back out to being Desmond, lather, rinse, repeat until you pick up an apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, my last one is the Dot Hack series, which is going to get weird. So let me roll back to Final Fantasy because it's easiest for me to explain why for me it's really let me down. I hated Final Fantasy 15. I I don't I don't make I don't make a secret of that. Um, number one, let me get it right off the bat. The, how much product placement is in that game is fucking stupid. Um, see, I didn't, I, had to I, didn't get, I didn't get far enough into it to see any product placement. I dude, I did I did the tutorial cup in that game. I, like I actual I, branded cup noodle cup noodle. 
is ridiculous. I and I have to say, wow. I had to stop myself and say stupid because I wanted to say another word that is generally looked down on these days. Oh. But uh, yeah, start with an R. But we move. Mm, I hated it. Um, <laughs> I I didn't like the world exploration. I like I get it. It was you know it was um, pretty boys uh, road trip game simulator, but which is I, fine. I thought most of the actually, characters you know were really what? bland. You know what? I'm actually very okay. I think we've had so many hot half naked women. I'm fine with Final Fantasy trying to get like the female crowd and also just like kind of break that for a little Tyler, bit I and get just it. You have, have a lot of some BTS. things in your life. You have to work through them. You have to <laughs> no, work them it's, out. It's not okay. It's, it's not even that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Final Fantasy has failed us a lot. Minus 14 now present Final Fantasy 14. But seriously, it was the bomb when it started. For me, I'm sorry. Final <laughs> Fantasy, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Final Fantasy hasn't been good for me since 12. And so like that's what I'm saying is, is like there, there's yeah, been a lot that. of stuff. I feel like having some pretty boys, BTS and like BTS is really big right now. Kind of open it up and don't, allow and allow more don't gamers compare that. That's true. Right, don't compare that. Don't compare that. I will allow. Don't compare to that. You will piss will... off the BTS crew. You will piss off all the army that loves BTS, which is their fan name. Don't I'm not trying compare. to piss them off. Wait, I'm not. I, I, I wasn't comparing anybody. I'm just saying they are pretty, okay. like the Be BTS guys. Okay, I'm just, saying that. I'm just saying they're all pretty. That's all I'm saying. Okay, pretty boy car adventure. All allow. I didn't like Noctis. To me, like, look, as a Naruto fan, I'm like, I don't need Sasuke and two things I love, okay? But <laughs> it's fine. Well, well, I didn't like Noctis. I thought mm-hmm. Gladiolus was just big meat, meathead. I was okay with Ignis. You know, I like when, like, Nerdy Boy does badass things. It makes me feel good about myself. Just not big on the characters, but I didn't like the gameplay. It, yeah. Something about... That's, that's where it broke me. And Final Fantasy XII had a similar gameplay where it's like you kind of b- bounce around control the characters let them do their thing but also micromanage mm-hmm. but just something hit wrong with 15 i just the way it played i just it's the magic system I, the magic system was the, the magic shit. system in that game there was no magic si- it was system crap. it was an alchemy system and it was bad it was, it was so a, bad and my my girlfriend insists it's really good if you know what you're doing but it is the the learning curve on the magic and some people are going to say it's super easy shut up no it's not it it took me so long to realize the the like oh if you mix this with this and a little bit of this and then do that i'm like i shouldn't have to go to google to figure out how to play my video game the uh pacing of the game was really bad now i'll take it on myself it could could be me i felt the pacing down the game was really bad by the me progressing through the system at what i thought was a decent click I was very quickly getting out leveled by shit. And I felt like I was doing side quests, doing a couple side quests here, a couple there. They go on with the story. And I felt like it's like, oh, whenever you get to a new area, you've got to do everything before you move on. Otherwise, shit's going to outpace you and you're going to get your ass handed to you. Mm. I just so I, I saw where the game could have done a lot better. But there were just and there are little things I like. I liked the food system. I really like that. I like, mm-hmm. okay, do you want to camp and get buffs by eating the food? Or do you want to you know, keep banking experience? Or do you want to cash in on your experience and go to a hotel? Also, do you want to spend a lot of money and get a multiplier on your experience? Or do you just want to get your base experience and camp out at a trailer? I, I thought that was really uh, like intuitive or not intuitive. I thought that was really innovative. I liked the options. I thought that was a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, 
I felt like the magic system could have been better if you were actually using magic and not basically using potions all the time. Also, the fact that you could hurt your allies with AOE was dumb. Um, I didn't. I thought the uh, level up system, like the uh, the talent system, whatever you want to call it, was very unintuitive as well. Um, mm. You know, maybe it's just me. I Final Fantasy twelve. I thought at least was open with the fact of oh you you choose what you want your characters to be. And it's like oh okay. Yes, these guys have stats that lean to certain ways, but you can also build your characters the way you want them to be. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. It felt like 15 was trying to do that, but just didn't know how. So it's like, here's your options. Do what yeah. you're going to do. Um, I just, and maybe I'm just the dumb, but I, I there's so many systems in that game. I just did not understand and to me it's just it's just fallen flat so hard i understand that 14's like where the best final fantasy is right now um especially with realm reborn especially with some of the expansions that, that have been coming out he just Everyone's, announced a new expansion in fall I, I so i've heard like all the best writing is going on in 14 right now which is great i'm glad 14's doing well but i mean we haven't even talked about the you know abomination that was 13 i i'm gonna leave that as it is but for me 15 between 13 and 15 15 it felt like such a stumbling block wait, 16 wait, are, are you saying wait are you saying you don't like just going straight all the time in a final fantasy game <laughs> that's not what you wanted was just to go straight only and that's it this just straight. boo boo tyler boo <laughs> your joke was bad and you should feel bad but no i understood the joke and i, re- I appreciate no, I it but at the same me. time Boo. Boo. Just boo. Look, I hated 13. I, I hated 13. It tried so same, hard. Same argument as 15, right? Like it had a lot of things that I felt it was trying to do differently. And that's good to take risks, but unfortunately, trying to do things di- differently doesn't always land. The yeah. summoning system was interesting. Um I I I did kind of dig that everyone had a summon that was tied to them. Um, like story-wise or thematically or something like that. I kind of dug the vehicles, you know, Shiva being a pair of sisters that scissored into a motorcycle was a little weird, but you know, still not bad. Um, I thought, I, I thought that was cool, but I just thought most of the characters were so flat in 13. They were really boring. Um, the story was predictable. Like you said, it was very much like a, the whole game was like a hallway, Yeah, uh, which is funny because so was 10. If you think about it, 10 was also basically one big hallway. You but know I, I hate it. ten, so I oh, love 10. really. I ten love like, ten, yeah. I no. love seven. I'm a big seven fanboy. I will always put ten above above seven, mm-hmm. even including that fucking laugh scene. I get it. Biggest mistake in gaming. No, like, the history, laugh scene actually. But... That's the thing is, I hate that game, but I will defend the laugh scene. Like that's the what is wrong with like what is happening? Like, it's I, silly. He's never laughed before. He doesn't know what to do. It made sense. I guess technically, yeah. He's he, he's a fake human being. Uh, spoilers for a game that came out like 20 years ago yeah, but right. um god that game came out 20 years ago fuck yeah, um, i'm old man just, <laughs> yeah. oh god okay so i've said my piece of final fantasy next one's assassin's creed um I, like i said earlier loved assassin's creed one loved two two and brotherhood and whatever i forget what the third game was called because connor was like it eh, to me but not bad i like the setting but mm. that game started to go south for me in three um i thought connor's character was a little odd 
I get like being an angry assassin boy was like most of his storyline, and I get it. To me, yeah. it was just like they leaned a little hard into it. Black Flag was good. Combat, yeah. most of the game itself was eh, but that ship, like the ship to ship stuff was. I, I like it um, was anything on land for Black Flag was your same. You're going to stalk a person. That's basically all the land missions. But the sea missions were some of the best that they made. They're making their own game just based off the sea mechanics yeah. from Black Flags. Yeah. Uh, so I love Black Flag. That's called... my favorite. In the, that's one of my favorites but in the series. Then we start getting into like the other games. We start getting into like, Unity. Yeah, uh, Unity. Which... That was Unity rough. was a dumpster fire, to put it lightly. Uh, that game couldn't run itself to save its life. It failed to deliver on what was promised. We were yeah. promised a lot more, like a lot more NPCs on screen. Um, that was and not delivered. And we're, and we're talking about Unity still, right? Yes. Unity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There were many graphical glitches. Many, many yes. graphical glitches. Yes. Everyone remembers like seeing like the faces that were just eyes and a tongue. Yes. Um, those, those are my favorite. I, that's a re- That actually was a reason. I was like, I want to yeah. play this game just for and the then, glitches. Then they patched in a, a major fix, which fucked up the water effects. Because uh, it it affected the reflective like the reflectiveness of water, so you would look at it and all it was was a solid sheen of light. It wasn't actually reflect. It was like the the ray tracing was wrong. Yeah, nice. so it wasn't acting like a mirror. It was just reflecting pure light. Um, and it it was just buggy, and it, it just it did it missed what made like the earlier games good. But yeah. to me, now I liked Ezio's ability to like fight in the streets, but that's because to me, you know he he wasn't raised from youth to be an assassin. You know, he already had some like sword fighting skills. So for him being kind of a brawler made sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But then from there, they've kind of more and more used an excuse to not make them assassins so much as like brawlers with a hidden blade. Um, Connor was native American. He had a lot of native American hunting skills. He had his bow. Fine. He had the tomahawks. Okay. But he also very much because of his back backstory is also very much full of rage. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so not super assassiny. Yeah. I still thought he, you know, very much utilizing, you know, the, the hunter background, the skills he would learn in the will in the wilds um, to play into being an assassin was cool. Um, yeah. Then we got into Sean, who was. He wasn't a, even uh, like an assassin. He was a he, yeah, he was a pirate. Who killed an assassin and just took his clothes and weapons? Yeah. To me, it's a it's kind of missing the thing that made me love the games originally, which was being an assassin, was finding out the information on my target, finding where they are, going mm-hmm. to kill kill them. Mm-hmm. You could argue that the games would get to save me after a while. I would raise up Hitman as an example of you're wrong. Those games really don't change. In terms of how they play, they've gotten better. Um, they've actually, I, I would say, Hitman is one of the franchises that actually has gotten way better. But the idea is still, you you enter into an area. It can still be an expansive area. You find your tar- your targets, and you find creative ways to kill kill them. And I'm like, give me, give me ancient Hitman. That's basically what I want out of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and it hasn't been that in such a long time. They're they're nope. just brawlers now. Um, that's my big issue with this Assassin's Creed. I feel like the games have forgotten what they were. Now we're in Valhalla. We're Vikings. Dude, I'm all about Viking Brawler. That's fine. Not my Assassin's Creed. Um, so I'm I I'll when it when I see more of it, you know, maybe it'll feel maybe they'll do something. But for now, I'm just like, hey, can we go can I be a ninja? If we go to Japan and I can be a ninja, that would be cool. Um 
God, that would be so cool. Anyway, my last one's the Dot Hack series. I'm a big Dot Hack fanboy. I love the anime. I really do like the games. Um, mm-hmm. I played the original four games. Um, Infection, uh, Mutation. No, Infection, Outbreak, Mutation, and Quarantine. Um, I think I got that order right. Um, love them on the PlayStation 2. Again, kind of scratched an MMO vibe uh, before I really knew what MMOs were. Um, uh, love the story. Love the gameplay. Uh, kind of grindy, but at the age that I was playing them, when you only have one game for like six or seven months, it was great. Um, then we got the GU series, which was the first time I ever got into a game series when the all the games hadn't been released, so I actually had to wait for games to come out. Um, the GU series is awesome. It's got its own anime tie-in um, that actually you watch the anime and then it overlaps with the start of the first GU game. Um, GU 1, 2, and 3 were great games. And then they came out with a, another game. They have a bonus episode at the end of it. And I... <laughs> this bonus episode was probably the biggest misstep they've ever done. Because they felt like they had loose ends to tie up. Hmm. I strongly disagree. The game ended fine. What they did with this was say, hey, characters that you thought were gone? Yeah, we'll bring them back. Um, did, did you think you were too strong at the end of the game? With your three different in-game web weapons plus your hacked weapons because your character gets saved by hackers so we're gonna give them two magic pistols that no one else has in the game um by the way they break enemies guards super fast so blow past their guard whip out your broadsword and crush them into pulp best combo in the game uh sure just have that you are a fucking powerhouse at the end of that game and then this game number one the thing that felt weird with this game was it's it's all the characters basically coming back for the last day that the game is going to be live. If you don't know, the Dot Hack games take take place controlling a player who's playing a game, very meta. Um, but you come on for this last day and you find out, oh, there's still some remnants of the the bad guy that you were dealing with in the other games. You're like, okay, cool. Thought we handled that. Been a while since this game has supposedly been out. But I guess we're going to go deal with that. Also, guess what? Upgrade. Now you get a weapon where you can have special attacks for all of your attacks based on all the weird, we'll call them summons. I, we don't have time for me to explain it, but all the summons of the game. Yeah. It basically is like, imagine King Kingdom Hearts, but you start with the ultimate keyblade and all the strongest versions of the spells. And you're. it's not like they're throwing you at end game stuff. They're like, eh, go deal with a couple ways of shadows. Have fun, kid. That was basically what the bonus episode was. Plus, it's been years since those games came out. So the voice actors, like, either they got different voice actors or the voice actors forgot how the characters sounded. So some of them were pretty good. Like, the main character is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, who, I mean, let's be honest, Yuri Lowenthal really doesn't change his voice for most of his characters. So Yuri Lowenthal just sounds like Yuri Lowenthal. But other characters are like, were you trying? Did you, did you go back and listen to what you did? Yeah, you should you should listen to Riku. You should listen to Riku in Kingdom Hearts three about not trying and shouting, sounding like fucking shit. David anyway. Gallagher phoned that one in. And we Dude, all know he it. was so terrible. Um, oh, but, Sora. Oh, yeah, training. Woo. That game just it it took the joy of the original game and was like, hey, we're just gonna make a quick power fantasy for you. Mm-hmm. Four hours at most. Maybe we'll throw some other characters in there. Um, and then yeah, go go have fun. It's the last day the game's active, so just go have fun. It felt it was so unnecessary. It was just a way for them to make this remake like worth something, I guess. 
to the people who already had the other three games because it really didn't do much else. In fact, I'd say it was worse because Mm -hmm. the other three games, because you had to wait for them to come out sequentially, you were able to do a lot of the bonus side missions, make your characters really strong to export them to the next game. Um, You don't get that in this game, so you you don't have the time to do all the bonus side quests. A lot of the really enjoyable stuff is in there, I never did it because I'm like, well, fuck, I've got to get on with the main story. It just, it, yeah. it was so disappointing. They took away everything you had to work for. That's my rant. Final yep. Fantasy Assassin's Creed hack, you wound me. I feel that. <laughs> All right. Who's going next, John? Uh, Kibbles, let's go with you, brother. What do you got? Uh, all right. I'll start with number three. Uh, cause this is. Uh, kind of weakest out of all my picks it is uh the Saints Row series. Mm. Uh, I I start, but it's funny because like I didn't. A lot of my what's on my list is I've grown up with these are nostalgic games. This is the only series that isn't nostalgic game. Uh, I didn't mm. play like the third one until like maybe two years ago, and really, it was yeah. Well, because I think it was like. I think it was like one of those series that got underneath that like slipped underneath. I mm. only got because I went to I went to a video game store one day and there is uh they were selling the Switch version of Saints Row 3. Mm. And I was looking for a new game, like, oh, I've heard of the series, let's see. So I started with three. I hey. actually really loved it. I liked the humor, it was different. Uh, you, yeah. you started with three? Yeah, see, I played the, one. I only played you, one. Oh, I've wow. gone back. I've gone back. And okay, all right. But well, did you also do yeah. the downloaded content as well too? With Gat Out of Hell, or is that I cannot find a copy of that because I got the. Oh. I have the legendary. Uh, I think you might be thinking of four. four. I may be thinking four. 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 When you're when that's you're the four. president. Yeah, yeah. Four. Four is the president. Four. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, now just yeah, and you're I, right. It's weird because I'm trying to find that version of it and I can't find a Gat Out of Hell PlayStation. Just I can't find it. No, I have the PlayStation version. I couldn't even find it. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, I can't find it. I even got like the Game of the Year edition mm-hmm. for four, and I can't find it. It's not even in there. It's like, oh, we decided to like take it out and make it his own separate game. Oh wow, yeah. Where did it fail you? Um, it's around for me. I think it would be right after four because I think, I think after four, they it was like a perfect way to end the series, like. Spoiler for anyone who hasn't played. Wait, I had a cliffhanger. You end up <laughs> controlling. You kill like the superior alien race and become the emperor of the galaxy. Literally, it's it, literally how it ends. I'm like, it's amazing. This is perfect. So you really can't go anywhere above it. And then I like the Christmas DLC. That was just a little fun thing. But then they mm. released the DLC Get Out of Hell, which essentially kind of reboots the entire series because they realized after you beat the galaxy like you're controlling the galaxy there's nothing else to progress after that yeah they jumped but... the shark about a mile back <laughs> dude <laughs> they really did oh god yeah like they realized which is like, fine there's like we got nothing to go after this so like they're like i know and there's like there's like apparently there's that multiple endings to get out of hell but one option is you're given the option to restart the entire universe. Mm. And that's what they did, essentially. I think that's, like, officially what they're going as the canon ending of that of that expansion is we're going to reset the entire world. Mm-hmm. So they ended up resetting it 
and then that as a way to further expand the series, hoping to get more money. So basically, yep, they yeah. they realized they couldn't do anymore. They went with Gat out of hell, where Gat is literally escaping hell in the game. And they're like, how do we, we've written ourselves so far into the corner, like we're surrounded by paint. What do we do? I'm like, yeah, yeah. hard reset. We're going to write they the hard a, reset into the yeah, game. It's a hard reset into Agents of Mayhem. And um, I think that one was like a mediocre because I think one thing they got rid of was um, the create your own character mechanic. Mm. Which I thought was like the funnest part of the St. Bro thing. It's like you make your own character. And I think just the interaction with your character and your and the NPCs and everything and like your crew is so genuine. I like no matter like I really love that aspect of Saints Row. Mm. It's like so genuine, but I they got rid of it so you can play as multiple of like the main other characters. Like if you want to play Gat or Shante and all that. Uh, but really for me, it was just that hard reset because it felt like. For me personally, it's like you hard reset the world because you wrote yourself into a corner. And then it kind of like everything you've done for the last four games from the first Saints Row to Saints Row 4 is like, it's like it was all for nothing because you just reset the entire goddamn universe. <laughs> yep. Means nothing. Yeah. Well, it means the days nothing. of future past. That's what they yeah. mean, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's my main reason. I don't know if you guys have your own thoughts into why force sucked like i played all of saints row i actually love the series i really yeah. do it was it was a better grand theft auto to me honestly that's what made yeah. it amazing but yeah that was. number four is where they just took it to a whole new level they got outlandish they had extra which is dope because like uh professor genki is still one of my favorite characters I love oh yeah him. professor genki. but <laughs> one of the mechanics that they did in saints row four was the fly ability where you can literally fly around and all that stuff. Yeah. What was the point of having the fly ability and you able to drive and use like the driving mission? There was no point whatsoever to where they you had to drive around and deliver stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, I guess at the same time, they did take that from three and moved it over. But at the same time, at one point, you became so overpowered, there was no point in actually playing the game. You just went around and just did stupid things and just had fun yeah. with it. Which is dope, but like storyline just went off the off the rails. It it made no sense. It wasn't about now gang territory and taking over cities and all that stuff. It now just went to can I take over the universe? Sure, why not? It just went from there. It 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 was rough. It was rough. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird Yeah, that was the one thing I had to play with is I felt bad for whoever spent the time making the cards in the game. Yeah. That because was you only lose ways. it for like the first like two hours of the game, that's it. And as soon as you get the ability to super run, fuck the cars for the rest of the game. Yep, they did that. Um, and they also like they kill off like half. They kill off some very I think, at least for me, like some characters I really enjoyed after like maybe the first four hours or something in the game. Yeah. The soundtrack yeah. for three was so damn good too. It, it, it was <laughs> like the music actually matched uh, parts of the game. Like there was a there's a point in um in Saints Row three where you have to skydive into like a mansion and take out the whole oh, mansion I and everything. Fucking love and that they played and they played a song by Kanye West. You like one man can't all have all that power. Mm-hmm. 
and it just went perfect <laughs> with the mood. Yes, Kanye West is crazy, but that song matched that um, mission perfectly, so the game. and it was that was my... it was beautiful. And yeah. then then they just gave it all up in four. Like, there's not really a good music. Has random dubstep. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but nothing actually was solid as number three. Number three was the best one in my opinion, and oh, then wow. with four, the aliens. I get it, but the thing that that threw me off was the whole "get out of hell," which was a, a download of content. You're basically you're the boss, the leader, and everything. You get kidnapped by Satan, and then uh, Johnny Gats and, and Mackenzie, I think, have to go down and yeah. save you from it. And you're playing as that, and it's like, okay, look, Johnny was a dope character. He was awesome, but he died off for a reason. Let it go. You didn't have to keep bringing him back, and because. They kept bringing him back. It was like, okay, you're the main he's boss. Special. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's the point of this? You're supposed to be the main character. Now this is all focused on Johnny Gat, which is like, yeah. why? Why did you do yeah. this? And once again, with the reset that you said, they just reset everything. Now, yes, they did do the reset because uh, back in 2019, they did announce that they're working on a, um, on a five. They are working on a five one, but it's still in production. But for them to do that, they actually had to do the whole reset to actually start fresh and new, whether they go back to their roots or whether they decide to, you know, go into like multi-dimensions. Yeah. You know, I hope it's not multi-dimension. I really hope it's not. And yeah, I hope see, I'm that's guessing this. But at the same time, it is a possibility because of all that's going on right now. Yeah. I mean, four yeah, issued yeah. in so many fans. So, yeah. What's your number two, Jeff? Uh, Number two. I'm going to have to say it's going to be the Sly Cooper series. Now, wow. it's because I love the original trilogy. I think the number of trilogy, the original trilogy has a special place in my heart. They ended it They ended it perfectly with three. I'm like, this is the perfect ending. Yep. And then they made number four. Better and I was four. kind of a... <laughs> 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 they made oh. Easter time. I'm all like, this is cool. Like, this, no, it's not cool, but it's like, this is interesting, but they didn't do it right. I'm way. curious like, if you have I the same want... problem that I do. <laughs> I want to hear yours first. Is, I mean, for me, it's like, there are some aspects of it, like, it felt like a Sly Cooper game, like, you're able to control everything like a Sly Cooper game, but as I'm playing, like, it doesn't have the same, like, the same atmosphere as the original three trilogy in a way. Hmm. I also felt like maybe like some of the missions were kind of redundant. I'm like, what does, because in the original trilogy, I felt like every mission had something that contributed to the overall goal of that level for the heist, hmm. especially in like two and three, like everything you did had something that would contribute to the heist. Yeah. Where in four, I feel like there was like some missions that were like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, what's it, the it, point of this? <laughs> yeah, like, it, it had something to do with the overall goal of the game. Like you said, yeah. in the old games, it was collecting parts to do a, mi- a mission and then doing the mission or the heist at the end of the game, or at the, yeah. end, of the, at the end of that mission. And it lost that. I, I And I, I agree with your problem, too, of the, of the atmosphere being weird. And I think it's because each game, since it takes place in a different, like, time era, yeah, it's, it was tough for them to really, like, settle on a like a tone i think the like the frozen era like the prehistoric one when you get like the 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 caveman raccoon was 
I felt it was one of the I felt it was the weakest in the game. That's just me. Oh, I fucking hate that fucking montage in that one. The the villain yeah. in that era was stupid too, but I just Oh I yeah, it, yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them were like I never played those games. Kind of really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, those were my, my childhood. Um yeah. a lot of the villains I felt were stupid. Like the the bear in that prehistoric yeah. one was kind of stupid. Bear was dumb. Bear was uh, very dumb. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt the main overall antagonist of it. Oh, I I actually don't like him. Yeah. I feel I felt yeah. he was kind yeah. of a stupid character as well. Um, yeah. but yeah, I was like, there's some missions in there that didn't really feel like there's an episode where in um, it just kind of ruins the, the franchise for you. Yeah, it was a, there's like something in the I forgot the medieval section of the game where that's where my problem lives. Yeah, you play Carmelita and like. Or you play as Lancelot, going to expect like this cave where they say a dragon lives, and you fight a mechanical dragon. I'm like, okay, that was cool, but it really didn't lead anywhere to it. No, my dude, you're you're missing the big problem that exists in that game. Uh, the fact that Penelope's a villain. Oh, I was going to say that part eventually. That part, yeah, that mm. was that was the total thing because, like, in the third one, it's like she was like a quote unquote quote-unquote, bad guy of a level, but... What? What? Well, she I mean, was just uh, pretending uh, to be the Red Baron. Yeah, she was pretending oh. to be the Red Baron. So she was... In that level, she was the quote-unquote bad guy, even though mm, she technically ridiculous. wasn't. Yeah, so she compared... But, like, they ended on, like, good terms. Like, they were, like, all happy, and then suddenly in the fourth one, suddenly she's like, I have a, I have a grudge against Sky. I'm like, or sky the slime like where did this well, come the whole from thing like, like what oh, the fuck just... happened in this time in yeah. three she had a crush on sly but then she like falls in love with bentley because they're both a couple of nerds and it's nerd love and it's adorable and i loved it and then they they end with her joining the team and everything's great um and then in four they're like oh penelope's missing we don't know where she's gone and then they're like oh we go to the medieval area and there's this villain called the black knight and surprise she's actually the black knight why is she a villain because she wanted to make money off of all of their schemes and they could have made billions by selling all their things you're like where the fuck did this come from (laughs) there's also that and then also at the very end sly left them with fucking generation upon generation of fortunes at the end of three where it's like here's the entire cooper vault i'm like what yeah. happened to all He's that money i'm gonna pretend i have amnesia, amnesia to go live my life with carmelita yeah i'm like this sounds never... rough oh my yeah, god yeah nice. this sounds, yeah i i was actually gonna play the sly cooper series at one point i've only played i think oh, the first sorry. one <laughs> but no no that's fine no 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 that's okay play no the first gonna... three don't play yeah. four yeah, I know. Like, I know the first three were really good, but now I'm just like, hey, oh. I'm good. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm you are forgetting the the sweetest cherry on top of the entire game. Steve Bloom doing the most racist Japanese voice for the for that the samurai no the ninja character in the oh, first yeah. level. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah, You're like, <laughs> dude, Steve Bloom. I know you're better than this. I realize. This was probably slightly early in your career, but fuck, man, you are better than this. He gets a pass. Nah, early career stuff, he gets a pass. You know that. Nah, it's okay. That voice is made out of buttered silk. I get it. But the fact that his whole thing was, Benteri-san, you need to help me do this. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Mr. Bloom, slow your roll. 
And think about no. when that was made. Think about when that game came out. He gets oh, a pass. What, 10 years he, ago? No, probably He gets a pass. He gets a pass in that case. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I, say, I know. Also, also, done yeah, I'm going to say my also other complaint <laughs> is um, that at least at the end of like every level in the pre in like the previous three, like you going from one location to another kind of makes sense in a way where it's like, Oh, like, hey, we're looking for, like, in three, especially when, like, you phase one mission, like, oh, we need to find a, uh, a demolition expert to get into this giant fortress. I'm like, but, like, the only person they know was an old enemy from a previous game. And they're like, so they, like, do research. It's, like, actually connected flowing, whereas they think in four is, like, every time you go back in time, you happen to just get, an artifact that someone happened to have in the fucking level, like the bad guys just happened to have this artifact that happens to take you when you put in the time machine, happens to take you to the right place at the right time in the era where it affects the game plot. And I'm it's like, like a computer game from the nineties. Like we found a MacGuffin. That's going to take, take us here. We found another MacGuffin. Now that's yeah. sends us here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm about to say, but overall, yeah. I felt it was a very unnecessary game. I didn't like it. They should have just stuck with the three instead of trying to make a reboot or anything like that. Absolutely. All right, yeah. what's your first game? Okay. And then my first game is going to be the Tony Hawk series for me. Because really? for me, yeah, I played, I've grown up with Tony Hawk 1 when it first came out. And then I played that really young. I think I was like <laughs> five, I think I was like five years old when the first one came out. And then I really started growing up in the era that I called the story, the story mode era of it, which is mainly Underground, Underground 2, and American Wasteland. Mm. And some of those are what I played those a lot. I played Underground 2 and American Wasteland a lot, so those were some of my favorite Tony Hawk games. I felt it went downhill with Project 8. Because I felt like in Project 8, what really happened was, I feel like a lot of the, like, the story mode was just very bland. It's like, before, like, like the American Wasteland that came before it was, you're a kid that came to LA who ends up falling for this girl, and then you want to get in with her crowd, and then it leaves you in this entire adventure of you trying to save this skate park for them, and making the best skate park in the world. I like that story. Whereas number... As Project 8, it's just like, you're just some kid in, like, in suburbia, and they're like, hey, Tony Hawk's making a crew. Come along, and, like, hey, I'm only picking the top eight skaters in this entire area. Like, just do some goals from random people around the town, and you'll do it. And that was it. I was so, say, Tony like, Hawk's Pro Skater 2, but with story. Mm-hmm. It's some of a story, but not Ish. a good story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, and then I felt like the it's it gives you the option to customize character, but even then it's not even like it wasn't like as diverse as Underground or uh, American Wasteland. It's like you basically get three stereotypes: like white suburban kid, uh, black kid, and then uh, punk kid, That's and it. that was it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, you know yeah. the three kind of skaters: white, black, and punk. That's it. Yeah. That's that the, was the it. important. And they give you like ten items, like. Yeah, ten different pants, shoes, ten shirts, ten pants. It's like, it was like so minimal. I'm like, oh, I'm like, like I can't recreate really what I want. And the models are just so ugly. I swear. I don't know what happened between American Wasteland and Project Eight, 
but I their graphic quality I believe has gone down because like everything looks super blurry now I play like I played this back like a few weeks ago I'm like it, everything looks super blurry I don't know what is going on with it I'm like it just looks this looks like garbage like it did not <laughs> age well at all yeah I'm like oh like this is weird and, and then I, I tried I to fix it with five and <laughs> yeah. And then I, I kind of respected it for trying to get back to the original kind of Tony Hawk game, like air, like classic Pro Skater 1, Pro Skater 2 type of things. I just think they did badly because there's there's also like certain challenges in there where it's like, oh, let's do the longest grind. And I'll be like, you start grinding here. And then like on the way, it's like different marks where it's like your amateur mark. Like if you reach here, there's like the amateur level, then like a pro level and then a sick level. In the very first level, or the very first level, you start in a suburbia, uh, suburbia, and you have to grind the curb around the cul-de-sac. I wasn't the only one that found this, but apparently, like, they saw, I don't know what they did in that game, but they made it so impossible to do that particular mission. And I'm not the only one that has the issue. Apparently, a lot of people have the same issue with that game. I've always considered the series went to shit right after American Wasteland. Like, American Wasteland was, like, the last decent Tony Hawk game that was considered good, and then it started going downhill after that. Yeah, absolutely. Who knew to make it good again, you had to remake one and two? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. you had to remake one and two. Matt, your, your turn. Lay it on us. What do you got? You sure? Like, I mean, Tyler can go. I don't mind. It's not a problem with me. Oh, I'm going to go last, because I think everybody knows what the ones I'm going to talk about, because I've talked about them. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, I won't take as long as y'all, because y'all... Thank Sorry y'all about feel, that. Y'all feel passion. That's fine. Y'all feel the passion about it. My passion is for my games are serious as well, too. My three games are Jet Set Radio, the series itself, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Street Fighter. Um, yeah. There's no particular order in particular in, mm-hmm. uh, in this case. Um, one, of, one of the things I had was Jet Set. It's a wonderful game. If you don't know what Jet Set Radio is, it's a solid game about you being a Rudy or a young graffiti artist basically going around being a rebel against the police and against the city and so on and so forth. You go around graffiti and stuff, collecting some stuff, fighting the police, so on and so forth. It's a wonderful game. It's really good. Jesset Radio, Radio was the first one. It was great. It was dope. It was The soundtrack was amazing. Beautiful. Jesset Radio Future was the second one. They gave us a full open world concept. They gave us a better soundtrack composed by the same person as oh, well, cool. too, which was even better as well. And uh, some other additional people, too, like the Latchy Brothers. Fun fact, the Latchy Brothers is a duo between uh, Marky Mark and somebody else as well, too. So Marky oh. Mark had a hand into Jet Set Radio's uh, soundtrack as well, too. Solid game. Really interesting storyline. Let me rephrase that. I ain't going to lie. The storyline is you take it as you have it. But it's not bad, especially because it, it introduces new characters, new crews, and on and so forth. So because of the success of how it was for the Xbox, because it came out for that first Xbox, first it was on Dreamcast and it came out for Xbox. Actually, if you bought an Xbox uh, back when it first came out, it came with it. It came with that and like a racing game as well, too. So people loved it. People enjoyed it. It was dope as hell. Nothing, nothing after for several years, anything. Um, People were hoping for a number three. People were hoping for uh, an expansion. People were just hoping for anything to like satisfy the people who are really into this game to the point where people were begging Sega. This is 
it wasn't even the franchise itself that was disappointing. Like the game itself was amazing. It was Sega themselves messing up and not giving the people what they want. They wanted more of the game. And you got little teasers periodically. Like for example, um, one of the characters is called Beat. He's one of the main characters, has headphones, has a big ad, the big goggly eyes that look like he's a bug, all that stuff. <laughs> he's been featured in other Sega games, such as like the All-Star Tennis or the All-Star Racing. And you see him in a 3D model and they added him to the game. So you think, okay, maybe they'll go with it and give us something in the future. It's just taking a gentle time. Perfectly fine, understandable. Five years pass, then 10 years pass, and still nothing it got bad to the point where the people who originally worked on the game um left left sega mm. to start their own division called team what was it team lizard or team liquid i forgot i think it was team lizard team lizard they basically took the concept of just set radio okay hold up do you know have you have you seen futurama yes yeah. So you know that thing what Bender does where he's like, I don't need you. I can go do my own thing with blackjacks and hookers. Forget the blackjack. <laughs> no, that's what Team Liquid basically did. They were like, we don't need you to make Jet Set Radio. We're going to do it ourselves. So they basically formed a team and started production for uh for their own version of Jet Set that isn't actually technically Jet Set. Legally, Blake, there we go. It's actually a solid game. And you can get the same, actually the person who did the music for Jet Set worked on that game as well too. And it's actually an interesting game as well too, but you can see the art style is very similar to Jet Set as well. Um, Team Lizard actually as well too, just announced uh, It's Team Reptile by the way. Team Reptile. Is it Team Reptile? or They're both Lizards or Reptile? Am I right? Am I right? Am I wrong? It's it's a Reptile. Team Reptile. Team Reptile also um are working on a new game called bomb city cyber rush yep. i think which is Ooh. technically jet set radio like if you look at the trailer which once again the composer works with it as well too and it's amazing if you look at the trailer it is like they just put a filter over jet set radio and was like <laughs> this is knockoff jet set radio but we can't legally say it's jet set radio <laughs> But here you go. And Sega people are really frame. excited about that. They really are excited <laughs> and they want that because Sega and uh, the original team hasn't given us nothing since. So, yes, it's disappointing. At the same time, Sega's just been overall messing up for a good minute now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. rolls the on to my news, The sunrises. Sunrises, sky blue, water wet, nothing different. Sega's <laughs> been disappointing since day one sometimes, which is sad mm-hmm. because that goes into my other game which is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. And I Ooh, love the Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I acknowledge that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is a wonderful game. It is dope as hell. People love it. The lore is amazing, so on and so forth. I also, yeah. and I love that game with a passion too. I really do. I also acknowledge how bad, how bad Sega and Sonic is for a long time now. Werewolf Sonic. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Werewolf. What, that wasn't even what the main disappointing one was. The, that wasn't it. Oh, Actually, it, it went back. Nope, not even on six. It went back to um, Sonic Heroes? Adventure Two. Oh, Adventure Sonic 2. Adventure That's Two right. was was oh. one of my was one of my disappointments because that was when they tried to add romance stuff into a storyline that was not even needed. Mm. They didn't need that as well, too. Okay, they gave us yeah. Sonic Adventure, which was look for what it was at its time. It was solid. Yeah. It was dope. It was good being early 2000s 98 so on and so forth new to 3d world stuff it was awesome 
now that I'm older, a little bit wiser, when I look back on it, man, I was a, I was a stupid child, and I thought that was amazing. So I, I get that. But no, you know I'm right too. But it was it's that okay. was I used the to think orphan sign of sorcery was great, and I realize I'm wrong. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were in this case. All right, it, it, I, look, you you said it, not me, man. All right, but it's still the point that I acknowledge that it it's been going downhill since hmm. like Sonic Adventure Two. The werewolf one was bad as well too. Same as Game Mechanic. Sonic Heroes was not the greatest as well too, especially with storyline and all that I'll... stuff. I'll take that on myself. Love that game. Not good. Loved it. No. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it too. I played that. Loved it. Not good. Yeah. I played it. Singing the theme right now. On GameCube. Sonic Heroes. Like, like, it was, it was good. Especially because, like, um, I think it was Crush 40 still worked on the soundtrack as well too. So it was solid. But it just was a bad game. The story wasn't interesting. No one really cared about that. No one cared about Team Dark. Actually, I take that back. What was the other team? It was uh, Team Chaotix. Chaotic. No one cared about Team Chaotic. Team no Chaotic! No one cared about I them at all. I also no. kind of felt like it was also kind of a pain in the ass that you had to beat the game. Yeah, beat them like on all four teams. Times. Like, four That's times. Four times just to get the true ending of the game. True. Which even which the wasn't true even ending, good. which wasn't yeah. even good because you're like, well, well, spoilers. Even who it wasn't the damn good game. and it was a pain in the ass. It was because you're like, oh, this wasn't actually Robotnik. It was... This person enhanced Metal so Sonic. Was Metal Sonic. Metal Sonic. Oh, and on, it was ridiculous. Like, it made no sense. And the the gameplay of it was fine, which is funny. On GameCube, it was perfect. On Xbox and PlayStation, it was horrible. There was glitches. There was constant glitches. Yeah. So on and so forth. There was actually so much bad glitches to the point where one of the developers um, contacted uh, other people that were, like, were playing the game. And they told him, look, at one point, for PlayStation and Xbox, if there was a glitch that didn't break the game, we just left it in because yeah. we were in that much of a rush to actually finish the game. Yeah, and it was sad that these days. It is, and it's really sad too. But still, Sonic Hills was rough as well too. Sonic the Hedgehog, the 2006 one, was rough as well too. Um, what are you talking about? That was the, like I thought that was like ranked the best game of all time. Sonic, fuck yeah, off! If I could flip your table right now, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've actually never played a Sonic game except for Sonic Adventure One, and I only played like ten minutes of it. Yeah, um, you're missing out because they yeah. actually redeemed themselves with Sonic Generations as well yeah, Sonic as Sonic Generation. I, I heard about Sonic, that. Yeah, Sonic Generation. What I heard was like the actually like good one that actually like after like a long string of bad ones, it was like, oh, this one's pretty solid. Yep. And then, and then they give us Sonic some more boom, bad ones. And then they went and back Sonic to boom, Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom again. Then they gave us Sonic Mania. It was happy because it gave us a nostalgic feel as well, too. The people yeah. who worked on the original game and people who worked on different soundtracks and fan-made games actually worked on Sonic Mania. And they actually put effort into it. That's the thing. They did put effort into it. Even the music as well, too. Then right after, they give us Sonic Forces. And it's like, well, you just back to disappointing us again, Sega. Yeah. Really? About the, I just, spent... You have to understand that I also I'm the worst type of gamer. I don't like Mario. I don't like Mega Man, and I just have no interest in Sonic. All three of those games are my favorite. Literally, just you just named all three of my favorite ones. You named all the things he loves. Thanks, Tyler. I Thanks, spent Tyler. a lot of my childhood like playing. I played Sonic Forces, but I've also played a lot of the um, the Game Boy Advance versions. Sonic mm. uh, yeah. Advance, Advance Colors, um, uh, Rush, um, Advance, Advance Two, Advance Three. Oh, all those were great. Yeah, any and. Well, the ones that everyone want are the old classic ones of this run as fast as you can from one side to another, and that was it. Mm-hmm. When you start yeah. getting the 3D space and make a story, 
I think that's when most people are like, oh, but ugh. here, here's the yeah. thing with that. If they actually fine tune the stories and actually incorporate what they did in the comics to the actual gameplay, then that's something that can attract people. Not mm. one Sonic game, not to my knowledge, not one Sonic game actually reflected similar to the Archie comics, Sonic, uh, Sonic the comic, Sonic comic books that they have. Yeah. None of them. You don't hear nothing about. Uh, you only see like Amy and all the stuff, and everybody that's normal knuckles and all that stuff. You don't hear nothing about Sally. You don't hear nothing about the bunny girl. You don't hear nothing about the other female hedgehog that was hot as hell for no reason. Like they don't even. You know, you're laughing because you know I'm right too. She was hot for no reason. I don't know why. I think her name was Mina. Her name was Mina. Her name was Mina. She was hot as hell. Trust me, I don't care. You call me a furry as much as you want. I'm not a furry, but in this case, I'll acknowledge she is hot as hell. All right, but they never went with that storyline. At any point, they may have made references, but never actually took that. And they could easily yeah. have done something with that, or at least even mm-hmm. as a game, anything at all. But no, disappointing as well too. And and Sega's just pulling stuff out of their asses and basically like, hey, we give you nostalgic, but here's something new that's also equally as disappointing. And they're just not listening to their fan base at all, which is rough. You know, now in this case, I guess the t- last two had to do with Sega. So I say Sega is just a disappointment, not the game series. Sega, Sega themselves, in general, <laughs> you know, Sega themselves are not giving us what we want, which is really rough because that also switches over to another gaming company, Capcom. Capcom has not been giving us 100% what we want as well, too. Let me phrase that they may not be giving us this here in the States, maybe over there in Japan, in the great Nihon, but here. Nope, not at all. How many My complaint number four. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, Sonic or Street Fighter? That's the thing. Which one? Because they made Sonic, they made Sonic Four, then Sonic Four, 4 Part Two, which was both equally sad. They were like, let's take the two D gaming and put it three D and make it suck with the physics, and it was a waste of our time. <laughs> then they put it on a mobile, which made even no sense. Because they were like, you know what? We're going to try and get this mobile money as well, too, because people are making money doing Android games. Let's us do it as well, too. And they gave <laughs> us like a like a Temple Run version of Sonic as well, too, which was like, why? Why'd you give us this? What was the point of this? But yeah. enough about Sega fucking up. We're going to go over to Street Fighter fucking up now. I'm oh. a huge fighting game fan. I love fighting games. I've been a part of it. I'm not good. I'll clarify that. I am not good at fighting games. You're but I enjoy them. When the, I am amazing at them. If you count amazing as very garbage, then I am definitely amazing at fighting games. But my problem with the Street Fighter series is they gave us a fine-tuned game at one point. Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, was, in my opinion, one of the best fighting games ever. It was balanced. It gave us a wonderful soundtrack. It gave us different characters. It gave us diversity as well, too, which is interesting. Because there's not a lot of times where you see a black guy in a fighting game and shit. But it gave us some good stuff. Then come along Street Fighter 4. Okay, some new series, revamped, so on and so forth. The mechanics of the game is what made it complicated. A lot of people translated from Street Fighter 3 to Street Fighter 4. And that transition was rough because there are different mechanics from 3 that didn't apply in 4 that they added new ones for as well, too. The input, the uh, response time, the frames, all those were completely different than what we were used to being in a 2D. Reason why is because they did something called 2.5D, which is still a 2D fighting game feel, but it's in a 3D animation. So you see Ryu or Chun-Li as um, 
not as an eight bit kind of look. It's a three D model. So their response time is a little different because they actually tried to add some physics into it as well too. That's where it got a little rough. Then, like you said, they made five different versions of the damn game. They had Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, Ultra Street Fighter 4, Ultra Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition as well, too. And this is all. This is all while making this, while being in production for Street Fighter 5. Each time they made these games as well, too, they they started doing more of the paywalls. So, okay, you want these extra characters? You have to pay for the download of content. You have to start paying for uh, the costumes as well, too. You want these extra stages or these extra soundtracks? You got to start paying for it as well, too. And I guess that was during the time when whole paywall or, like, loot boxes and all that stuff started getting real popular. So they started incorporating that into the game now to where certain fighting games have uh, season passes, just like in Smash or in other stuff, to where for you to get these other characters... You have to either buy them or play really, 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 really long time in the game to get this one character. And then if you want the rest of the other five characters, you got to do the exact same thing over and over. Where it's like, well, why don't we just spend $5 to just get this as well, too, instead of just grinding it all out? Which, what's the point of giving these types of things? The, the, The fun of grinding is fun. It's great. But there's always a limit to where there's only so much we can do. People have lives. People have things to do. We shouldn't have to grind this damn much to just get what we want. And if we're just paying for it, then it just looks like you're just money hungry, you know? And because of that, that translates into five. That translates to mechanics again as well, too. The paywall. There is, I believe, five. Hold up. I think either four or five seasons in Street Fighter V. Where each one they've released a small bundle of characters as well too, and for you to get those, you also have to buy the downloaded content. This is not including regular base game because later they make arcade edition, then championship edition with all the costumes and all the stages and so on and so forth. And it's just been disappointing. And I'm not even getting into the technical online terms of shit to where it's like I I'm playing someone online and against somebody else as well too because because of COVID. People are at home. No mm-hmm. tournaments don't exist, really. No one can play games with each other next to each other. So a lot of tournaments have been on online. The net code or the connection when it comes to playing with fighting games and, and all of that has been disappointing. Capcom, at least in this case, Capcom and Sega, needs to step up their game and actually do some shit. Mm-hmm. That's why it's been disappointing, especially because it just now seems like they're just trying to get money, 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 money. You know, yeah. like it came out around that time, yeah. It, yeah. And it and all just been like a giant rolling effect. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still gonna be garbage and play the game. <laughs> don't get me wrong, <laughs> I'm going, to, I'm going to buy the uh, championship edition. I'm going to buy all five seasons, and I'm going to definitely play uh, Dan Habiki when he finally gets released. <laughs> the new announcement that they did, but it's the point that. One, that's taking my paychecks. Two, that's taking my money. Three, you're changing more things in the mechanics that's going to make it difficult for me to understand because I'm not a professional, professional player. And four, which is the most important thing, is you're just now fucking with us. We're coming because you know they're thinking, hey, we can do this. They're going to pay for it either way. So (laughs) fuck it, let's do it. And that's what exactly what they're doing. When they already fine-tuned it perfectly four games ago, you know? Yeah. So. It is now getting just ridiculous when it comes to Street Fighter. That's awesome. Still going to play it. Still going to enjoy it. But it's just sad. And that's why it's been disappointing to me. And this is not even me going into the heavy details because I'm not going to yeah. go heavy details. But 
you get we're way we're already way over than what I wanted this this, this episode. <laughs> hey, at least Tyler, at least you can't blame me this time, okay? Usually it's me. Usually it's me that talks a long time, but this time, nah, it was y'all. So I'll go with my three. One of them I'm not going to go into a lot of details on because I'm actually scripting out an actual 45 minute scripting. God analysis why? as to why i hate oh this series and why this series is jesus okay so i'm gonna go with my number three which i'm not i, I eventually do want to talk about this a little a lot more at length but the one that really uh failed me i feel like was uh blue dragon so i blue dragon was really honestly to me a fantastic game that had very mixed reviews like people i like critics either loved it or they fucking hated it right now um the first one standing at a 79 percent 7.9 percent uh, on Metacritic and um, it, it's you know it's mediocre scores, but people who who hated it like hated it because it, it's a very slow game for the first two hours and then it just gets really fast and a lot of fun. And it's Akira Toriyama and the creator of Final Fantasy together, so it's Akira Toriyama's world building and and comedy mixed in with the creator of Final Fantasy story together. And also my favorite soundtrack for a video game. Period. And so I, I love the game. They made a sequel. Uh, the game had a really rough ending to where I don't even know where the hell they were going to go to if they got a sequel. <laughs> and so they did get a kind of sequel called Dragon, uh, Dragon, um, Blue Dragon Plus for the 3DS. And it was terrible. It was, it was a tactical one it, it, because, uh, spo- spoiler alert for this really old ass game, but world turns into separate cubes. And I thought what they were going to do was try to piece the world together, but then Blue Dragon Plus really didn't explore it, and it was a terrible game. It was really hard to play, and uh, it didn't like it. Then they made uh, 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 Shadow Awakens, which was actually pretty okay. It went back to an RPG, but it was a 3DS game. You went from a gorgeous-looking three um, Xbox 360 anime game uh, to RPG to a 3DS game sequel that just didn't work out the limitations and everything just didn't work out and it was a huge letdown and they just never and they just gave up on it and it sucks because i loved it i think if they promoted it better if they made like a true sequel game people would actually like it too but i think it's a game that nobody will be able to play unless they get a 360 and they have and they uh still have their game um so that's that that, that's my number three now my number two is the one i'm going to be doing a video on which is kingdom hearts um Let's just say, uh, let's get into it, boys. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not getting into it. It's just every episode you get. I know. Right. So Kingdom Hearts three was the biggest letdown and it's not because it was, it was a continuation. It's because of a, the worlds, the worlds sucked. The story was terrible. You had to get the, you had to get the, the downloadable content to get a real ending because the ending was a, was a cliffhanger when for, for at least eight years, um, Nomura had been saying, hey, this is the definitive ending of Xehanort Saga, and it just, spoiler alert, wasn't. And so, it was a letdown, uh, it took him way too long, and the thing is, is I love the spinoffs. Birth by Sleep is my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. I love Dream Drop Distance. I Aqua's like... the best character they ever wrote. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. 358 by 2. I hate Chain of Memories, and I don't like the oh, very much. But 358 by 2? That's that was the 3D. That was the 3D Tyler. Say its name about, correctly. Uh, three five eight days just, over two. Three three oh five eight God. days over two. And so, like, I, I like the spinoffs. I really do. In fact, some of the spinoffs I like more than Kingdom Hearts two. So it's not has nothing to do with that. It's just Kingdom Hearts three 
failed me. And that's all I'm going to say because I'm going to say a lot more later on. And also, I say I talk about it a lot in my streams as well. So, so watch yeah. on Discord. <laughs> Um, the, the, num- the number, the number one, I'll take, I'll take like five minutes on talking about, but my number one is if you haven't really paid attention to me or watch my streams or really listen to a lot of things that I say, it's right. Um, at, at the Granky gathering on Twitch. No, it's, it's paper Mario. <laughs> paper Mario is my number one. Um, what? paper Mario is absolutely, uh, fucked over its fans. And I understand that it did brought in some new fans with the new origami king and no i haven't played it i'm sorry i haven't I played like it. origami I, king i've well. watched people play through it but um from the analysis of people and i i know i mention him almost every episode uh episode but arlo uh you know talks about it at length he had a i think a 50 minute review about it and it, it everything he said like he it seems like that he lines up with me on my fandom with Paper Mario. That was the first thing I I streamed when I got back into streaming during, you know, during this in- insanity. It's the Paper Mario series is very important to me. Paper Mario 64 is the one that got me to really love gaming. Before, I had fun gaming with friends, playing GoldenEye, you know, Paper, or uh, Super Mario, and all this stuff. When I finally got an N64, the first game I got was Paper Mario, and I played it and beat it seven times. Uh, over and over and over and over again. I still have my strategy guide. Uh, still, I have like all the merchandise that they even that they made for it, which was not a lot. It was my game. I got a and I got a GameCube only for the Thousand Year Door. I like it a lot. I don't love it. I think sixty four is still my favorite one. And then with Wii, I got Super Paper Mario. Uh, a fantastic story. I hated the gameplay, but the story was unbelievable. That which saved it for me. And then Sticker Star. And then Color Splash. And then Origami King. And it's like, they've deviated. And they keep saying that they don't care. Like, they don't care. They're not going to go back. And they keep doubling down on it. And it's just, it's just shit. And I feel like, make another, like, make another franchise. Just go back and then make the other, you can do Paper, you know, Paper Mario spinoff. And even call it just like, you know, Paper Mario uh, Paper Mario Elseworld games or something like that. I don't know. But, like, I just think it's weird that they just gave up on the franchise and decided to go on just gimmicks and bad gimmicks at that. And then now the ne- the latest one is, like, the biggest tease to go back to form, but them really being like, oh, yeah, it's almost just like it. <laughs> and then it's just them giving you a big, big middle finger <laughs> and not really... <laughs> I love how meta Origami King is. I love the Toads and how meta it is like they used to be, but it's just, it's nowhere near with story and it's nowhere near with the controls and the adventure aspect of it. The the advantage of of Mario RPG, Paper Mario, and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door was that you're finally exploring Mario's world and understanding what it is. And it's, I'm sorry, from what I experienced when I played Sonic Adventure, which was trying to do the same thing, it felt like, it did it way better. And I don't think I've ever seen any other game series where, you know, before it was just like, it's a side school. Don't worry about the world. Uh, don't, buy, don't worry about the world because the next game is not going to be anything like it. But Paper Mario was like this one thing where you got to see a Goomba, a Koopa, and a Toad, like, drinking at a table in a tavern. Oh, walk into was, a bar. And, yeah, walk into a bar. So, <laughs> and, and yeah, and, like, now they don't have a lot of those people. Like, they don't have, like, like they. I think they do have Koopas and Origami King. But in Sticker Star and Color Splash, it was only Toads. Only Toads. That's all you could talk to. That's the only people. Everybody else are just enemies. So, 
and I miss playing as Peach and doing like like little little things, and then playing as Bowser like from uh from Thousand Year Door and stuff like that was cool. And it's just something different for for Mario, and those were the Mario games that I actually cared about, and now I just can't. I just can't. And every time that they say where we get revealed a Paper Mario game, I'm just like, I'm going to wait. And then I just end up, since Sucker Star, not playing them. And I just watch other people play them. And I just watch hours of people doing video. I, I watch so many videos about Paper Mario. It's unfair. Like Striker, what's the name? Striker 3X or something like that. Striker X. And then Arlo and other people. Like I watch a ton of Paper Mario stuff. It's still important to me. I still want to replay them on my stream. But yeah. So those are my three. I'll definitely get into uh, Kingdom Hearts in a different video altogether. But yeah, D- Blue Dragon, Kingdom Hearts, Paper Mario. That's it. That oh, was yeah. eight. That was eight minutes. Yep. Sorry, you timed <laughs> it. Get you the really fuck timed, timed it. it. <laughs> you fucking timed it. Ding. Well, because you know, oh, if, he, if he knows if he wasn't timing it, he would just go on ramp for another hour. Right, especially yeah. about Kingdom Hearts. But anyway, um, but yeah. So uh, those are ours. Tell us what you think about our picks. What were some of the games that 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 that, that failed you and also if i'm streaming follow us on twitch and then come talk to me and we'll have a discussion i'll uh we'll talk together in chat uh, live and so but yeah anyways john you take it everyone thank you very much for watching today i think we can really boil down to it we hate it when someone either abandons a series or fucks it up but that was our episode That was our episode. Thank you very much for watching today. My name, of course, is Kuma. Don't forget to follow Gamer Culture over on YouTube, GamerCulture.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's Gamer Culture, one word, culture with a K. Kibbles, where can they find you, buddy? You can find me on Instagram at KibblesPlays and on Twitch.tv slash KibblesPlays, where I will be starting playing the a game that's been on my list for a long time called Foundation. Nice. Awesome, brother. Matt, where can they find you? What, what do you do? Just Google me, literally. <laughs> Google, literally. Look, I paid. I paid a lot of money. When I say a lot of money, I mean a little bit of money to Google. To where if you type in Nerdy Bit on Google, I am the first thing that you show up. You will find my website nice. that we have all our clothing and streetwear on as well too. Wrong. Thank you. What I say. What I say. You will right find our Facebook as well too. You will find uh, our Twitch as well too, which I don't really stream. My partner does. And she has her own Twitch, which is Arizilla. Um, you just Google us, literally. That's it. If you yeah, like our mm-hmm. stuff, buy it. Yeah, no, if you don't, no. it's understandable. Being broke as hell is rough now. I understand. Yeah. So if you just look at our stuff, though, that's all I really my dude. That look, I'm working. Yes, it is. I yeah. worked my ass off on those Demon Slayer hats. Nope. You have no idea. Those are fun fact. Those are actually screen printed underneath the brim of the hat. Yeah. And not a lot of people do that. And I. We basically make all our stuff handmade. Like I'm wearing one of our shirts right now, which is the magical boy. Yeah, it is a has. little ironic that the nipples are where the stars are. But just <laughs> yeah. ignore that. Yeah, Not I made sure Tyler's hats as well. Too. Hat, but okay. Yeah, yeah no, no. Hey, yo, the hats are some of the best designs. I've been mm-hmm. meaning to buy them for a while because they look amazing. Which, which is funny because actually I'm, I had a new hat that I'm working on, but I'm not going to debut it until um, cons are back active again or when oh, that's cool. is. Uh, <laughs> I've been addicted to Initial D lately, so I made an 8-6 hat. Nice. And I Ooh. even have the side of the uh, Fujiwara tofu oh. uh, symbol that's on the car on the side of the hat as well, too. So I'm, See, it, looks, I, it, it looks so nice. I rec- 
It's I clean as go, hell. But I need buy. I need. I need to go to the store and buy it. <laughs> Man, you got my email. You sh- talk to me. I'll make you a custom hat. This might also oh, do custom orders yeah. too. We do custom <laughs> orders as well as decals and all that stuff. So if you are interested in it, just please contact us. Hit us up on Instagram or email, Facebook, website. It don't matter. Literally, Google it. Google me. Yep. You'll find me. It's not a problem. So nerdy bit. They got good yep. shit. Thank you guys for being here. Tyler, t- take us out, brother. Thank you for listening in and watching. You can check out all of our shows and offerings on thegrangeegathering.com where we have articles, videos, and so much more and all of our 11 podcasts. And I also stream on Twitch. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well for all of our updates. Thank you so much again. Please subscribe and like this video. Have a wonderful week. Wear a mask. And GGG. 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 Stay culture. Stay culture.